You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We welcome you back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show and welcome in our official attorney of this program, Lisa Lanier. She goes inside legal cases for us every week at this time. We call it Lawyer Up. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Really good to talk to you. Settlement here I was surprised by. In a class action lawsuit, uh, a guy named Steve Hadley in 2016 alleged that Kellogg's engaged in false advertising, actively engaged in it, by indicating its products, cereals, are healthy, but they actually can, uh, contain huge amounts of sugar. No. Yes, they do. They have tons of sugar in them. So he went forward with a class action lawsuit saying this is false advertising. You're talking about how healthy it is. It's excess sugar. And he won. The The class action has come through. They settled for $13 million. Are you surprised by this one, Lisa? I was. You know, not really. This is it's kind of an example of what has been going on, particularly in California. Mm-hmm. They have very strong pro-consumer laws, about, particularly about things like advertising, false claims, and things like that. And so there are a lot of these lawsuits filed in California, and they really there's a lot of criticism around these lawsuits because what ends up happening is the lawyers get wealthy from it, you know, from these huge legal fees. But the the people who are litigating it, the consumers, get a voucher for you know two dollars and thirty nine cents for cereal, mm-hmm. and so it ends up. You know, it ends up not being, you know, it ends up being sort of a, um, it's considered sort of a civil policing of these of these companies because they did have on these cereals, you know, they said heart healthy and lightly sweetened, even though the main ingredient was sugar, you know, things like that. <laughs> but, you know, it is, I'm not a huge fan of these lawsuits. I think it has gone a little far with stuff like this because obviously these cereals aren't super healthy. Well, is there some sort of, are you trying to tell me that my entire childhood is a lie? That's right. Part of this complete it is breakfast. <laughs> Part of this nutritious <laughs> breakfast. But if you say lightly sweetened, is there some sort of standard on what's lightly sweetened versus tons of sugar? Well, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, what what is lightly sweetened? Because, yeah. you know, it may be that these are less sugary than, say, frosted flakes. Right. They probably are, right. you know, because you're talking like frosted mini weeds. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look pretty sugary. It's just I think it's kind of gotten – it's gone a little too far with yeah. this sort of mm-hmm. thing. But mm. – yeah. But they had such deep pockets, I guess they settled with it. Do you know anybody like myself, Lisa? I grew up on Frosted Flakes, and my mother would add... Frosted Flakes. Oh, yeah. She added several spoonfuls of sugar to the Frosted Flakes. And then at the end... <laughs> sugar milk. I'd just have sugar milk, mm-hmm. and I would scrape the bottom... Yeah, you would. ...until the grains of sugar came up and just drink them. Oh, yeah. Oh, Crunchy milk. So good. That's the only way to drink milk. Mm-hmm. I love it. People say, do you like milk? Yeah. I said, I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good you know, those commercials were lies, part of a nutritious breakfast. Yeah. When they show the whole... Bread there and it's bread with butter and mm. orange juice, more sugar. sugar, black coffee, yeah, sugar, yeah. Yeah. toast juice, milk, yeah, and then one strawberry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> part of a nutritious yeah. breakfast. No wonder I'm fat. They yeah, are. exactly, Biggie. <laughs> they did. I'll tell you what's on this list that Kellogg's makes is called Little Bites, 
And uh, my my daughter absolutely loves those. I've never heard of this one. Oh, yeah. My we, nieces love those. We buy those things yeah. like they're going out Are of style. Chocolatey, corny. You can buy different kind Blueberry, yeah, chocolate. Yeah, little muffins. And yeah. it's just, they're quick and easy. You oh, know? they're good. They're, yeah, there's one, I, yeah, I was going through the cereal aisle the other day, and it was like nothing. It was like chocolate chip cookies. And it's like, they just gave up. Eh, they're cookies. <laughs> You know what? F you. You know it. You know it. They're cookies. You know. I just eat them, Patty. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, moon pie cereal. I'll tell you. I just read a list of uh, just add RC. <laughs> there were some foods. I thought of you, Dave. There were foods listed that had just come about because of the pandemic. People just trying different things because they were yeah. at home. And one of them was pancake cereal, where they literally made little dime-sized pancakes and then put them in milk. I mean, they cooked the pancakes. Oh. They were the size of quarters. Oh, there used to be a waffle cereal, didn't yes, there? Yes, yes. And, I mean, many of them were like you, Dave. There was, you know how you do those. Uh, well, the way he makes a hot dog? Yeah, hot dog. Oh, yeah. Roll a tortilla. tortilla. <laughs> Taste some. But they wouldn't be very crunchy, I wouldn't think. You no. need a little crunch in your it'd, be, it'd be soggy. Yeah, you people use, milk. Yeah. people use the tortillas just for tacos with meat. You, Dave, you're missing out. You, you missed the bus. Dave does a, a hot dog and a tortilla. <laughs> he was really drunk one night. Like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> You see, ought to have some. See, of you got to cook the hot dog in the pan, but then you got to singe the tortilla <laughs> and take it out to an open flame. Yeah. <laughs> you ought to get. You, the you rest. throw a little cheese on there, oh, a little yeah. cheese on it. Oh, you dip it in a little salsa or sour cream. Yeah, yeah. if you can find it in the fridge yeah. at two a.m. Yeah. Whatever's in the refrigerator. Yeah. You want soy sauce? Put soy sauce on. Hell yeah, <laughs> whatever you got there. What is the strawberry jam? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A savory and sweet. He'll do it. Uh, this leads right into the next story that Lisa's covering for us today. Panda Express, and we we mentioned this several days ago. There's a woman who worked there, uh, Jennifer Spergafore. She's 23 years old. She's uh, in Los Angeles County Court now because she went to a trust-building exercise class that Panda Express took on or they put on. She was a new employee there. And they said, you must do this. They hired a third party to give the class but when she would sit in there for a day, they would wind up having her stripped down and sit for hours. They would get into her face and scream at her and yell at her. And finally, she just realized, you know, the only thing you're trying to do here is get me to strip down to my underwear and put me through torture. So Panda Express has been sued here, as has the third party. Did anybody know this kind of thing was going on, Lisa? Because this is one of Biggie's favorite restaurants. And I must say, I've been in Panda <laughs> Express many times myself. What do you think about this, this story? She wins the, in court all day long, right? Yeah, she does. I mean, she has. She's actually made a claim against both, like you said, both Panda Express and the coaching company that they hired. Mm-hmm. But you know, the employer has a duty to know what they're sending you into when they send you into a training company like this or a coaching company. They required their employees to do this before being considered for any promotion, mm-hmm. and it was really humiliating. And it wasn't just her; it was other Panda Express employees, and they had to. You know, once they got them down to just their underwear, they made them hug each other and a bunch of weird stuff. And they were being, mm-hmm. you know, uh, taunted by the by the coaches and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, in a sexual way, yeah. it was bizarre. She said she felt like she was being broken down by some kind of cult or something. It was it was traumatic and, and crazy. And uh, they they're going to need to settle with her and write her a check. Yeah, a big one, I would imagine. You can't help but wonder. And and I, look, I I want to believe her story. Mm-hmm. I want I want to believe that Panda Express is on the up and up. Mm-hmm. But if this is how the, every manager gets his or her job, how yeah, how has no one else complained about this bizarre yeah weekend ritual? How long has it been going on? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, they didn't say in any of the stories I saw. I wondered that too. Like, is this a new thing that mm-hmm. they've just started doing? 
I mean, it sounded like, you know, she was there with other Panda Express employees. So Mm. it was certainly something that she wasn't the only one being required to do it. But maybe, you know, maybe these folks were just afraid to complain because, you know, she did end up losing her job. Of course. Well, you know, our friend Biggie has managed not one but two well-known pizza establishments. Right. Oh, he ain't going through any sort of training. No, he ain't. No, he ain't training like this. On the job training, that's all you had. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, I, they I never. Mean, they weren't going to pay the ship managers off to anywhere. I, this, yeah. I bet Biggie could walk into a Panda Express on a Monday and be a manager by Friday. <laughs> now, that's probably <laughs> true. <laughs> we should put that to the test. And that's no knock on Panda uh, no, Express. No, it's not. Truth. That's right. But you don't have to go to it just to sell low. Well, I think it's a knock on me. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you worked pizza for three months and became a manager. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but I got experience. That's what, Well, three months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you this, though. This is how uh, easily drawn into something I am. If the barbecue place where I worked in high school, uh, Henry James Barbecue, had sent us off to something like this and they said, strip down to your skivvies. underpants camp? I'd have done it. I'd have just standing there in my skivvies. You know, like, I'd have hugged Ricky. Or just who, crying through you the whole question, thing. You don't question authority. I never question it. You guys are now a tighter barbecue team. <laughs> yeah. You're the slaw slingers. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it got me off frying hush puppy duty, by golly, I, do, I wanted to move up. I was cleaning cookers. I was cleaning pits. You think I didn't yeah. want to move up out of that? I'd have stripped right on down and done all that. And, and never would I can hug him. Yeah. I, I never would complain about it. Lisa Lanier. Oh, I wanted to play this for you as well. I saw this online, and I wondered if you reacted this way when you passed the bar exam. A family was sitting around. Uh, with their son who has just passed the bar exam and they get the letter that says you've passed. Ah! Just joy mm. throughout the home. Is that what it sounded wow. like in your home, Lisa, when you passed the bar exam? No, you know, I'm just not that animated about anything. I'm, I'm pretty even keel. That's so right. Was, you know, I was happy about it, but no, nah, you didn't didn't raise any volume or That's anything. Lisa. Golly. I have passed the bar exam. Back to work. She's like the father in her river Back runs through it. That's right. <laughs> I am pleased. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly I right. I am pleased. <laughs>